Hello, all. Oh, no. Uh, we're, <laughs> that is not me this time. This is Mr. Wu behind the glass. So, uh, yeah, this is episode 123. Uh, same as at 122. Yeah. Uh, we are a uh, mess right now. Uh, that's not yeah. me, by the way, Shorts guys. So you can't even follow me for this one. That's Mr. Wu behind hey, the glass. Billy Dean, Billy Dean, in, in, in the words of Ray Leo, can you get your shit together? Yeah, exactly. Uh, hello, all. Welcome to Hockey on Tap Podcast. This is episode 123. Timo Meyer time. Actually, so I was going to ask you guys, if I had said it's Meyer Timo with an exclamation point, would you have known what I was trying to get there? I guess. Miller time, Meyer Timo. All right, good. I mean, I Miller and Meyer really, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a pass because. It would have been close, right? Sure. I don't know. Your creativity is questionable at times. I thought, I thought that was pretty good. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I'm your host, Bill Dean. I'm, of course, here with my two co-hosts. Little Steve and Shorts Guy Schwim decided to take the night off. Uh, he broke his car. Uh, we are brought to you by Primetime Radio, courtesy of Sam Wu. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, uh, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Please do us a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Gentlemen, I think we have a special beer we're drinking. Shorts Guy wanted to do. So, leave talk. <laughs> so um, once again, Courtesy of my sister, who lives down in Delaware, we got some Dogfish Head Citrus Squall before it's available mine's, up here. Mine's in here, I promise. And, uh, yeah, so I haven't had this. It is a, uh, what is it, a double golden ale? Yeah, it says, it's our perfect great. storm infusing a double golden ale with grapefruit juice, lime peel, and blue agave nectar. Yeah. It looks delicious. And it's, so. it's going to be available up here at some point. It's not available up here yet. So I'm going to open it and take a little sip here. Shorts got sister, this you're is the a, best. Cheers. Yeah, thank you to my sister, Christine. And this is the first time we're all enjoying the same beverage on the same show. That's delicious. When it wasn't a, when it wasn't a power hour, that is. Yeah. Yeah, that was not good. Uh, let's not do that again. Oh, that is very good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was, I I'm a big fan of this again. one. Yeah, I'm a um, big fan. And it's, 8%, it's an 8%er, too. This yeah. It's a very good one. Um, speaking good of beer job. news. Oh. Wow. Speaking of beer news, uh, did you see my uh, my text to our group chat that your wife is going to be very thrilled about? Yeah, I saw they're going to bring. Uh... Oh, I was missing Not... those. They're going to bring mango back. Kate, Kate May is going to do yeah. the mango crushing it and distro it, so it's no longer me beer, being a beer mule. You'll be I able to go it. out to the liquor store and get it for your beautiful wife Beth. I will. She will be very happy. She loves that thing. It is fantastical. Uh... Altogether, good stuff. Uh-huh. All right, gents. Uh, <clears throat> if you got anything else, let's get to what's on tap for today's episode. Here is our weekly snapshot. Uh, there might have been a couple trades this past weekend. I don't know. Maybe Sunday oh, was. Uh, so here's my question: Is not this the trade the you wanted? Best? Well, <laughs> I'm going to have a trade coming up that you're not. Concerned. You know, we could talk about that one in a little bit. But is this the best pre-deadline run-up that we've had? I think in our lifetime, the amount of trades and names that have happened in the last month has been awesome to see. Some surprising ones too that I wasn't even sure that like yeah. they were going anywhere. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's been exciting, which means that like I think Schwim took off on Friday for the deadline, and I'm just like, there's not gonna, no one's going to be traded out the deadline. Yeah, yeah. the yeah, day gonna, of the deadline is going to be super boring. Seriously, like the only, the only uh, thing that's going to happen actually, is Patrick Kane, but we already know about that trade. And actually, they're talking about maybe Wednesday for the Patrick Kane. Wednesday or Thursday. That'll be March first. Yep. That would be that uh, would be my sister's birthday. Who got us this glorious beer? Glorious. Uh, um, happy birthday! Uh, so and thank I, you. I, I am I am a little bit upset that Schwim's not on here because I wanted to ask Schwim when he how he's going to feel in about five years when this uh, when this lack of drafting is going to really just bite them in the ass and they have well, no Raylio, Leo just brought up, they have, brought to my attention. They have one pick in this draft. They have it's the, six rounds. Yep, him and I were talking the, about that today. They have the one lightning six. That's round awesome pick. Yep. That is one awesome. single pick. All they have. <laughs> so, so, but, but for real, like, what's going to happen in a couple years when this when this hole from lack of prospects because they've gotten it doesn't matter their draft. Yeah, I don't think he's going to care if they win. If they win, if they win three cups in four years, yep. yeah, in four years it doesn't matter. He won't give two shits. But I just. I have a, yeah, but I, I have a either. feeling it may, it 
it, it may spell the end of of Schwim and Cynthia because he's going to be so miserable. <laughs> just going to break gonna be up a so marriage. miserable from October <laughs> until April that it might it might I mean, be enough to break up a marriage. But hold on, he's already miserable, so it's it, that's not. Yeah. I think he's anything. he's he's more miserable the no. more successful they are. <laughs> he'll be he'll be even more miserable. But I did want to ask him what his opinion on uh, on the Lightning trading their defensive legend Cal Foot. I know he was very yeah, much I mean, a fan of Cal. He Foot. was very hurt about that. Uh, Lightning yeah, defensive um, legend Cal Foot. I just the one pick in this draft is absolutely crazy to me. I, I don't understand how one, you can. Do they have anybody like, that can trade go to, to get picks back? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you go. Um, do you even go Possibly. to the draft? Like, aside from aside oh, from yeah. maybe wanting to go and like drink in Nashville, but do they even yeah. go to the draft? They should just have parties. Yeah, uh, that's um, crazy. Holy crap! All right, so obviously we just talked about it. Major trades happened between mm-hmm. basically from the time we got off on when was that? That was the twentieth, right? It was our last show. So on the twenty second, you have Blackhawks making a trade. Uh, actually, you had two different trades. You had the Knights getting um, shipping off Shea Weber's dead contract, as well as a fifth round pick to the gold uh, to the Coyotes for a prospect Dyson Mayo, uh, and that started to lead to everybody asking, you know, are they, you know, gearing up to do something big? Now, the only thing that helps with getting rid of Shea Weber's contract is when they go back into the off season, if they are hurting for cap, essentially what happens is. The trade of Weber allows Vegas to be active in the offseason. They can't go more than 10% over the salary cap in, in the summer. So if they had Shea Weber's contract on the books, they wouldn't be able to then exceed the cap to then remove, you know, put him on LTIR. It's very LTIR is very difficult to understand. You need a law degree. You actually really do. Yeah, pretty much. Um, just from the simple little things some, that I understand for people. It's crazy. Some of these just some of these trades in general, you kind of need a law degree to figure out what in the hell oh, is yeah. going on. Some we'll, of we'll get to the nine. Like, We'll get to the nine-person, four-pick trade that the Devils made in, in quite a bit. Oh, but, uh, man. yeah, so you have the Weber trade. Then Nikita Zaitsev goes from the Senators to the Blackhawks along with a second and a fourth. So they they dump his contract, and you're thinking, maybe the Senators are going to do something crazy because they kind of control their own destiny a little bit in that mm-hmm. if they can beat Detroit, they could possibly get in as a wild-card spot. So these next couple games against Detroit, they have back-to-back, is going to be you know crucial for both those teams. But they're thinking, hey, maybe you know Ottawa wants to make a move. Then you start to get into the fun stuff. Uh, Slavin gets traded from the Blackhawks to the Ducks. Not the Jacob Slavin. Not that Josiah Slavin. Slavin. <laughs> yeah, a different Slavin. A suckier Slavin. But instead that day is trumped by Dmitry Arlov and the Bruins. Uh, the Bruins get Garnet Hathaway, who is the epitome of a Bruin. He just looks like a dickhead. Um, but Capitals get <laughs> Craig Smith. They get a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 third-round pick, a second-round pick in 2025. The Wild also get a fifth-round pick uh, as part of compensation for uh, taking on some contract. But the Bruins get a defenseman that they, you know, they do need, and they get a bottom six, uh, you know, a very formidable player. Hathaway's a very good bottom six player. Uh, and then on Sunday, you start to get the big stuff. Jets getting Nino Niederreiter for a second-round pick from the Preds. Uh, the Canucks deal for Vitaly Kravstov of the Rangers, who he wasn't going to play there. He had to get his contract off the books for the, the Kane move that's eventually to come. They get essentially, and this is the best tweet that I saw, Drew Way, friend of the podcast, he comes on a lot. He said that William Lockwood is essentially what people mean when they say future considerations. It's just the actual person <laughs> they put in the trade early. Very funny line. Uh, follow Drew Way on Twitter. He's awesome. He explains a lot of stuff for dumb people like me. Um, Avalanche, and this was a surprising move, and I see this with a lot of teams now. They trade for Keith Kincaid, and they give up Shane Bowers, who once was a first-round pick, a pretty good prospect, uh, from to the Bruins. But they get Keith Kincaid as backup just in case either Fransos or Georgiev gets hurt. And I, I think that more teams you'll see do that. Um, but goalie depth, I just thought that yeah. was an interesting – yeah, goalie depth. Yeah. Uh, anything you guys want to – Keith Kincaid can – you know, at least if if you need him short term, can can do something short term. Yeah, but he's definitely not a starter. That one I didn't even hear about until you just said it. But hey, man, that good was for Keith. today. That was today. That's why I didn't yeah. hear about it. 
I mean, Shane Bowers could very well be something in sneaky, Boston also. Sneaky move by the Bruins. Yeah, I yeah. like it. For, th for their third string goalie. I mean, they I mean, they essentially, you know, gave up nothing at all. I mean, yeah, yeah. granted, they don't, if something were to happen to both um, Allmark and Swayman, they might be a little bit in trouble, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's strange that they would, uh, I mean, Shane Bauer, I don't think Shane Bowers is like a guy that's just never going to crack an NHL lineup where you send him over for a third string. Uh, yeah. I, it's, it, I yeah. mean, maybe the Avs know, well, the Avs obviously know more than we do. And, you know, it's, you know, someone that has been in their system for a little while and they can see what he's, what he's done. But I, I just, I think he's a better player. Um, than who they got, but we'll see what happens. Uh, and hmm. the Bruins, once again, coming away looking pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> so, on Saturday night, this is, uh, yeah, Saturday night, the 25th, Emily Kaplan comes out and basically affirms what everyone has been thinking. Uh, essentially, Kane's leaving the Blackhawks uh, road trip in California. He goes back home. Uh, mutual interest between him and the Rangers uh, plus momentum, as long as New York clears cap space and finds a third-party broker, expectations, basically that it gets done. I've seen all over the league that it's 98% done. They just need to wait for the cap hit to accrue on Wednesday. That's the first day. They were able to send down They were able to send down uh, Braden Schneider today after yesterday's game, which they skated four defensemen after, and we'll get into Ray Leo asked me about Spitgate. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Patrick Kane leaves, and he's... Kane is essentially yielding his no movement clause power, and Chicago will basically take whatever the Rangers are willing to give. Which we, I was very nervous when they said that Braden Schneider was not playing because if they were trading Braden Schneider for Patrick Kane, I was going to lose it. Um, Shesterkin, Shesterkin for Kane, one for one. Yep. Oh, that's a great trade. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yarl Halak is my starting goaltender. You want to see someone happy? <laughs> yes. That'll be Billy Dean. Um, Louis Domingue was some, my starter last year. Yeah, oh, but hey. that was two injuries. I don't want it because it's a trade. Trade's a much different thing. Hey, let's uh, let's not let's not talk too much smack on a New Jersey and Lightning legend Louis Deming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Pittsburgh legend. legend. Ranger, <laughs> and Ranger. now Pittsburgh legend. Yeah, every, oh, he's a Ranger too. He's been on all of our teams. Yeah, he's a Ranger yeah. now. He's actually in the HL. He's like, he's like a he's like a second coming of Kevin Weeks and Keith Kincaid. They both have yeah. that, and uh, Van Beesbrook too. S Van Beesbrook speaking played for of the Speaking of Kevin Weeks, did you guys, and this is more on the Kravtsov stuff, did you see how Kevin Weeks broke the news on Vitaly Kravtsov going to the Canucks? He's like doing under plumbing sink. underneath <laughs> his sink. And he's talking about how the Canucks just got Vitaly Kravtsov for, for Ford William Lockwood in a draft pick. And he's just fiddling around beneath his sink. And very funny. Good stuff by Kevin Weeks. Uh, you know um, what? I'll tell you what. Kevin, Kevin Weeks is that personality we all need in hockey. Yeah, he's not he's not an over the top flamboyant personality like a PK Subban, um, but he's just he's just a dry, funny wit, and he just yeah. he, it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I just love it. Um, so we have that happened on Saturday, Sunday, probably one of the better deadlines, uh, pre deadline days uh, that we've had in quite a while. Evgeny Dodonov and Denis Gurionov gets swapped between the Stars and the Canadians. Canadians get a good, you know, Gurionov can fly. If it works out for him in, in, in uh, Montreal, that would be a great trade. Stars getting Dodonov. They're hoping, obviously, to, you know, jumpstart him a little bit. The Golden Knights then trade for Ivan Barbashev, which apparently the Knights are still willing to make another big move and that, you know, Barbashev's more of a, a minor move. Barbashev's a very good player. Uh, Blues get my cousin Zach Dean in the deal. Uh, he's a little fiery, yep. six foot, you know, Canadian. Uh, then the Avalanche make arguably the biggest deal of the day. Jack Johnson comes back, man in the blue line. Blackhawks getting Andreas Englund. Uh, what was the uh, tweet that my my brother had sent to us on uh, about Jack Johnson? That basically the East is getting you know this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then it's the Avs loading up with Jack, Jack Johnson in the West. Yeah, um, yeah the West good. hasn't done. Anything. No, they haven't done a lot. I mean, outside of the Knights nope. and... making two moves, yeah. Everyone's I don't know what's left. I mean, there might be some shockers well, out I... there, I guess, that might actually trade. Because I think, I think, I think like, 
Niederreiter I heard JT Miller's Jets. name is is up yeah. in the air again, right? JT Miller's up, hurt. of course. Brock Besser. Um, yeah, Besser. Jacob Chikrin. Yeah, it's like who's left because Kane's spoken for basically, so you don't even got to worry about that. But it's like yep. who else is? I would. I would. Well, going to go? Laugh so hard if that fell apart. If that Kane deal I mean, fell apart. If three. I don't know how. Three o'clock on Friday. If three o'clock Friday rolls around and that trade is happen, not announced. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what could could blow that up. I mean, Kane would be the only person that could blow that up. Um, if I if mean, that but, trade does not get announced by three thirty on Friday, I say yeah. we do a special live Billy Dean reaction yeah. to not getting Patrick. I feel Kane. like, <laughs> and his situation has been like the biggest like spoiled brat instance yes. of a hockey yes, player. Just yes, like yes, well, completely. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like, and it, I wouldn't even say anything if it was like, okay, he showed interest in the Rangers, but then the Rangers got Tarasenko, and then why would you come out to the media and express how upset you are he that they so got unhappy. a player and not you? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, it's just so bizarre. And then you know, he basically forces his hand in, into making some kind of trade, and I'm sure the the Chicago will get something, but nothing yeah. near what like. You know, a Tanner Jano, a Tanner Jano would yeah, get, or uh, you know, even we'll even uh, T- even Timo Meyer, and you know, yeah. they're probably gonna get you know maybe a lower end prospect, right, in a second rounder, yep. maybe two second rounders, something like that. Just turkey. I don't um, think they're even getting that. Apparently, a lot of people, especially beat reporters, has said in Chicago to tell the fans do not expect anything back of sub- su- uh, substance. That yeah. they are literally gonna get fleeced on this trade. Which that's a is shame. the only way I would I would be, I would take yeah. it, but I mean, yeah, it's yeah. unfortunate. I mean, I, I actually, Chicago you know what? I don't. More. I don't feel bad for Chicago. I take that back. Well, true. Sorry, yeah. Chicago fans. I feel. I, don't I feel, feel bad, bad for, for Chicago fans. Yeah, not the organization. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ray Lewis says Tom Wilson. Still, I still Miller went to IR. I still remain by saying Patrick Kane's handling of this entire situation was a little yeah. bit. It's childish. It's the first real instance we've got of of a player kind of being like a basketball player in that they essentially control what they want to do a prima donna yeah um, prima donna yeah basketball players and like do that all the time being so, vocal in the media about it like straight up yeah. you know saying it to the world and not just like oh, behind sulking. doors with management or whatever oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> absolutely you know me I'll, I'll tell you what maybe maybe that is the course of action i need to take to get a call up to bone storm <laughs> I'm scoring double digits. I'm scoring double digits in middle school floor hockey. You got to go to the call up. You got to go to the press. Yeah, go to the press. Seriously. Um, Seriously. He's I'm on a podcast right on now. The Woo report. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on the Woo, the next Woo report, and I'm going to complain <laughs> that uh, manager of Bonestorm won't won't give me a shot. So unbelievable. We talked about Lightning, Tanner Janot, Predators getting defensive all star Calfoot. A 2025 mm-hmm. first round pick, which is top 10 protected, a 2024 second round pick, a 2023 third, a 2023 fourth, and a 2023 fifth. And I've never seen that is a bottom a, a bottom six a bottom six player get acquired for this type of package. Like I, that's I, it. It I'm blown away by. It. I mean the the one silver lining with Tampa fans is that he is an RFA and he can stay. So yep. There's that. He's still what is he? Twenty five, right? So he's still yeah. He, he had 25. one season where he was, he had one season where he was offensively productive, but he had a ridiculous shooting percentage that is just completely unsustainable. So whether or not he ever reaches that again, I'm I don't buy it. But he is playing with, you know, super talent even on the bottom six, um, yep. in Tampa. So you could see that. I mean, he's a he's a effective player. I mean, he the the one thing I think the one thing Tampa needed to improve their team. They, you know, still might need like a bottom pairing D D man, but they need, they need to get, uh, you know, getting tougher to play against going into the playoffs is always something any team wants to be. And their fourth line is ridiculous, by the way, with, um, Belmar, Corey Perry and Maroon. And then, uh, yeah, Tanner, Janot, Brandon Hagel and, uh, Ross uh, Colton. Hagel's, Hagel's on the, Hagel's on the second line. It's, um, uh, Paul, Nick Paul. Paul, yeah. So that's it. That's it. I mean, it's good. There's it's no good reason why you can't bet on nope. them potentially coming out of the East again. It's, it's, it's like, I mean, it's a mega package. And I don't, I would ideally not want to pay that much for anybody, no. um, let alone, you know, <laughs> yeah. a guy that's going to play it's, in the bottom six. But, uh, it, 
His qualifying it's a good it's a good addition. It's a good addition though. It's good. They're gonna find a black hole of a season in a couple years, and they're gonna have no one to fill that hole with. No, it won't be be a couple years. They're still gonna be good for a little while because their players, the the core is still young. So they're, you know, again, you're gonna have to worry about. And Breezeball, I feel like Breezeball has whatever kind of way to. It's like the one player on the roster, right, that they needed to to ditch. And Schwimm's been talking mm-hmm. about it all season. Is Cal Foot, and there, there he goes, yeah. just like that. Poof, he's gone Adios. easily. The one, so as, as much as I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of them. them, as much as I'm making fun of them, there, I, I did hear something about how successful the Lightning are at scouting into those later rounds and finding yep. those good late round picks too. So, you know, uh, the Lightning will probably they will they probably be fine? Yeah, for Schwimm's sake, do I hope that they have a real beat season because they have a hole of no prospects yes oh yeah. yes i do oh, oh, <laughs> we yeah. all want that to we all want that to happen man Cynthia a lot does of not want it you to see happen. a lot of uh a lot of organizations ride that roller coaster pittsburgh's <laughs> about to do it right and uh, they're, they're yeah. we, rapidly we approaching it. we did it that yeah it happens it, it. it's just inevitable because you you have to in order to fill it's it's nearly impossible to just draft a stanley cup winning team you have to acquire pieces that that make you a complete team and and to compete with other teams who are doing the same thing. So eventually you're going to have to ditch picks and prospects and you know cuz you only have so much room on the roster and some guys aren't developing as quickly or you just don't have room, you can't pay for them. So this is what happens. I mean some teams you know figure it out or they're just like constantly mediocre and they never really ride that motor uh, roller coaster they just kind of stay about here and they just keep staying about here. Um yep. yep. Yeah, uh, they'll they'll do it. Pittsburgh's gonna do it before them, and I I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna need some no, some checking and some checking calls either. every now and then. Well, I got I yeah. I mean, I've seen. I, won't, I will not feel bad for you. <laughs> I've seen five cups in in my yeah. lifetime. Maybe yeah, I'll see another one before I die. But I've, I've seen two and one win. You son of a bee. Uh, uh, Nick Perbix has been good for them, so you could see you know the kind of players that they bring in and and do pretty well and. Also, Tanner Janot's qualifying eye for, for next year is 892000 So if they did want to sign him for a one-year deal, they could do that cheaply. They'll probably do a multi-year deal, and he'll be there for a little while. Um, so the Janot deal happens, and then right after that, we get wind that the Devils have finally acquired Timo Meyer. Uh, there were It took forever to, to yeah. get out mm-hmm. what was a part of this trade. Who was this? Uh, Scott uh, Harrington? Was that the injured player? Yeah. Who was the injured player? No, it was so Harrington. A player on no, no, a player on the Sharks was the injured player, and eventually they kicked him out of the deal. Uh, he he was not a part of it, but they had a, there's a whole bunch of AHL guys. So that's Santiri, Hataka, Timur, Ibrig, uh, these guys. Thank you for having <laughs> ridiculous names. Super Ibrigimov, the Super Fin. and uh, yeah, and Zach Edmund. Uh, they were added as AHL. Uh, oh. Contracts to go and back look, the other way. I I looked up Edmund's stats last night. They're not good. He he no. will not. None he, of these three guys are good. Much. Yeah, they're they're yeah. going to be career that, uh, minor leaguers. That's in, just depth in, for your because you, you got to fill your minor league roster still too. So yeah, in twelve games, in twelve games with the Barracudas, his goals against average was almost four and a half. Oof, four point four eight. It's like oh, and you can send him to. No. Uh, I, what do they send them to is, the o- is, OHL? Who's uh, the CHL. So they would so they would ECHL, send them yes. to uh, Adirondack, but his ECHL goals against was uh, two point two two. So just a little yeah, bit that's better. usually where they send them to develop. That's the one the one good yeah. thing that Jesus Christ dropped my phone again. Uh, the one good thing that league is for is developing goaltenders. Even though there's not a lot yeah. of talent there, the goaltenders can yeah. play a lot and get coached. So, yep. And the Devils have a good uh, system too. So it. It could be good for him, but uh, we we already put Scott Harrington on waivers today. Oh, you did <laughs> mid afternoon. He was on waivers to send him down. He'll, he'll Probably clear. just to send him down. Yeah, All right. So, so the full up. trade was Meyer, Scott Harrington, the three guys I just said. I'm not going to repeat that again. Butcher it even more. Uh, a 2024 fifth round pick, which is Colorado's. The Sharks get. Yep. 2023 first round pick, a conditional 2024 second round pick. Now that conditions they can go to be a first if what happens, short guy. Did you see that? Is it they make oh, the it's, conference it's final? Something, yeah, we got to make the conference final, and Timo Meyer's got to play 50 percent of all yeah. the games that he can play, leading up uh, to that. So, so that is that could be a 2024 first, 
2024 seventh, Fabian Zetterland, uh, who you could talk about in a minute. Uh, Andreas Janssen, who has had a couple down years, but they're looking to, for some reclamation projects. Uh, Shakir Mukahamadulin. I know that Mukahamadulin. Mukahamadulin. Uh, Mukahamadulin. And Nikita. What the hell, oh, guys? Uh, <laughs> yep. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> some great stuff. So, Schultz guy, Fabian Zetterlin, for those Sharks running out there, uh, let them know what they're getting. You're getting a good forward. You're getting a good forward that can that can add to your second. Well, I, I guess the the Sharks need primary scoring before they have secondary scoring. But you know he's he's a good forward that that can pop in some goals that that can play really well in the bottom six. And he's reliable too. You know I hated to see him go. He was he was a good player, um, but you know it's it's it was going to be him or it was going to be Sharon Govich. It was going to be some of that ilk that was going to be going. He just happened to be the guy that 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 they agreed upon. You know, a a, a bummer to lose him, but you know we're we're getting Timo Meyer. Uh, it's it's. I was excited to see what Muhammad Doolin would would eventually do. Yep. And uh, how he would contribute to the defensive because we we've got some really good defensive prospects. Um and and guys that aren't even uh, officially there yet like uh, Luke Hughes and Nemich. I mean, you have uh, two guys that are coming up. And Nemich, yeah, and Nemich. It's yeah, you'll be just we'll fine. be just fine defensively. Uh, but you know, we're we're talking about it. Um, so first round pick this year, conditional first round pick, uh, second year, and Muhammad Doolin was a first round pick. So this is potentially uh, we were talking last night, like a three first round pick deal. Um, uh, Janssen, it's that's kind of a salary dump for us, yep. which is great because yep. he was he was languishing there in Utica. Uh, I, he was brought up for a little bit. I can't remember how long ago. Didn't really do much. Just got sent back down. Hoy took that. Uh, I'll tell you who's in mourning about that is uh, Scotty is in mourning. Oh, yeah. Hoy took being being traded. He really was high on him. Uh, and uh, he, he hated to see him go. But, you know, you're going to have to give a little to get a little. And and that's that's someone was going to have to go back to uh, to San Jose. And a lot of the rumors, even even leading up to the uh, this official announcement, um, the rumor was that Dawson Mercer wasn't, and then Dawson Mercer is. Someone, yeah, some put Dawson Mercer. Elliot Freeman was on letters. Yeah, Elliot uh, Freeman was on a radio I, podcast, and he said he heard it. He heard it was in, so that scared a lot of people. Yeah, it scared me because that was the one player I did not want to. See. I mean, obviously, you know, from from the obvious ones, you don't want to see going. But um, I wonder if uh, there was. I wonder if some of that had to do with um, an extension not being reached. I, I would say exactly. I think that's what it was. So if if there was if they for instance if they gave them him them the opportunity to um, extend, extend him right and the agreement was that he's mm-hmm. staying for X amount of years and going to sign this contract, uh, then maybe you throw in you they you know throw in a Mercer. Dawson Mercer. I don't know how those negotiations yep. work, but um, yeah. the fact that he's there and agreeing to stay and you're going to have him long term like give us something more. But now um, mm-hmm. you know I guess he's going to go to the off season for negotiations or whatever. So. You know who knows? Do, it's, do guys, and again, it's 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 short guys. Another th- another one of these. Like, are you happy with that package? If this is a rental, if it's a rental, no. Yeah. Um, if if we send him long term, then it it doesn't really matter. But do, do you guys? So, yes, are I you agree. guys aware of? Are you are you guys aware of who his agent is? Yeah, Isn't it Claude? Yeah, yeah, Claude Yeah, yeah. Kind 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 of hoping that there's a little bit there, but uh, apparently Tom Fitzgerald had a lot of conversations with uh, with Nico about Timo, and my hope is that <laughs> right. a, the, <laughs> the, the, the combination. Ray goes, "I'll become a Ranger fan if it's a rental." Uh, Ray, welcome <laughs> to the dark side. Ray, buddy. you will not do that. I, Ray, you you will not do that. You that. will not do that. Oh my god, I would laugh so hard. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna buy you your first jersey, term, Ray. But, my hope, and better not be better not be one of those sticking DHK jerseys. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Listen, I, my, it, what, my, it is that my, is a big offer, though. What is what? What's a big offer? It, what they paid is Just still everything? That's still a lot. Yeah, yeah that no, is and and a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, and and that's this a lot of players going back and forth. Yeah, um, you know, they still have a lot of cap space. Going into next season, they're going to have a lot of cap. Not really. I know, no. Melvin. 
No, yeah, so really he, you know, Timo's going to be, so. you know, he's going to be like a at they least an eight some, plus. Yeah, they have ten. some. They have some creative could be. math to do. He could be. I think he could be. He could be. He, he Especially he'll, if he reaches. If he reaches forty, if he reaches forty plus yeah. goals this season, uh, I mean, it's great for the Devils, right? This season, but not so much yeah, on his uh, on his next yeah. contract. So, and, and I know Devils so, fans don't want to pay him more than Hughes, but that's just the general progression. You're not going to be able yeah, to get it just happens. guy coming here for under Hughes. It's not going to happen. Yeah, See, it's not the always the case where have... the best player in your team is making the most money, and it's not always the case that they want the most money, depending on. Um, that person and how they feel about the state of the team. I mean, some some guys, yes, Crosby, they will say that. Crosby, I'm the superstar. Like, Crosby, like right. Crosby, let, Crosby let Malkin be the highest paid guy in the team. The His entire career, Malkin was the highest paid guy in the team. So, but then you and see and you get side, some other guys. Guy like, you see it on the other side, a guy like McKinnon, who, who you know, bandied his game after Sid. He took the most money, and that's within his mm-hmm. right. So... You know, you're not always yeah. going to have that where the it's, best player is making the most and everybody falls underneath. It's going to be interesting in the offseason because there, there's also having to try to figure out uh, the re-signing of uh, Brat yep. along yeah. with Timo Meyer, and trying to fit all this within a cap that's not going up significantly uh, a lot. Unless, and then uh, who else? Um, we were talking about this last night. Someone else's salary is, I think Siegenthaler's salary jumps from like one point something to three next season. Uh, we have a couple other people that we have to sign or that we have to dump. Uh, let's see if I can. I think Ray, Ray I said Severson comes off, right? Comes off. Severson's yeah. going to come off. My guess is Severson. I mean, we, we could potentially see Severson moved for uh, a couple picks. You know, maybe maybe reacquire a first round pick. Current current cap space well, right now. Severson? Yeah, not for a free agent. How are you going to get a first round pick for a free I'm agent? Just, no, at the deadline by Friday. I'm not saying that he's for a, a first round pick for Severs. <laughs> no, I'm just no saying. Come way. on, I want to know that. Have, 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 have you not seen? Have you not seen what what Tampa just did? Anything is possible. Uh, if we've seen, I mean, anything, I didn't see. any, <laughs> listen. I'm just all right. So just just let let me throw that out there, okay? Okay. Don't always have to be. Don't always have to be rational here. Put it out in the universe. We'll see what happens. I mean, we are hot takes, so there you go. We 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 don't always have to be rational. Uh, Ryan Graves is a UFA uh, for next season. Mm. Who else is a UFA? I'd want to keep him. Eric Halla is a UFA. Yeah, he can Um, go. He stinks. Yeah, he can go. Uh, Who else? Who else? Who else? Tomas Tatar is a UFA. Miles Wood is a UFA. Um. So, see, see the thing is, the thing is, um, Eric, Eric Halla has very has done very good on the penalty kill and has played with Jack quite a bit, and I would I, I would like to see Graves uh, re-signed before Severson if Severson doesn't leave as a UFA. Uh, out of those two, I want to see uh, Graves be the first. guy that we keep, or if he doesn't get <laughs> traded for um, in 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 unprotected first from a bottom sixteen. <laughs> Unprotected first. Yeah, Chicago's unprotected first. first. Yep, yep. Oh, Chicago is going to give us their first. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, uh, like I said, Jesper Bratt's an RFA. Who else is an RFA? Uh, Sharon Govich is an RFA. Um, Beer Baron's hero, Mikey McLeod, is an RFA. Uh, Boquist is an RFA. Bastion's an RFA. He had a big, he had a big fight with that kid Sealer from uh, yes, Philly. That was a good fight. Yes, fight. he did. And Sealer, then the Devils scored a touchdown. Sealer is an epitome of a Philly flyer. He is such a, and, he has a dick. And then, uh, and then, uh, damn it, there's still another year remaining on the uh, Corey Schneider buyout deal. Um, and then, what else? What else? What else? Yeah. So I think Hank's so yeah, the books too. The Devils have to do some creative math coming up this summer and, and figure out who they're going to keep, who they're going to ditch, you know, see who they, you know, it's going to be interesting. So Timo, so Timo Meyer could potentially have to do. I mean, my guess is he won't, but I'm going to throw this out there too. Um, Siegenthaler took a deal which which netted him 1.1 this season, and then he goes up to 3.4 for the rest of his contract. Potentially see something like that, assuming that they're uh, uh, hoping that the cap is going to go up. So uh, who knows? Listen, it's it's going to be not, some, right. Next season, 
Uh, not for next season, but maybe for the season no, after. Next we season. don't know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. listen to this one. I just looked at the Rangers' dead cap history because I was like, oh, I think Hank's Hank is off the books. <laughs> These are the four players yeah. that the Rangers lose at the end of, of 2023 in terms of contracts. Kevin Shattenkirk, 1.5. We're still paying him. <laughs> Dan Girardi, 1.1. We're still paying him. <laughs> Anthony D'Angelo, we're still paying 885000 And Brad Richards, we're still paying that son of a bitch. Yeah, oh Brad. God. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, my Rangers, God. Cap management. That is so good. Uh, um, all right. So the Devils still have – the Devils still have two more, yeah. two more payments to the, to the Kovalchuk penalty coming up after so the then, season. <laughs> Today, we also got a pretty big trade, which I didn't see the Leafs making anything else. Maybe a minor, minor move, but the Leafs go out and get Where the hell Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty for as well as a fifth-round pick, a conditional fifth, and a 2025 fifth-round pick, also conditional. They give up a first-round pick at 2025, which is top 10 protected, a 2026 second-round pick, Joey Anderson, who's been on the roster, and Pav- uh, Pavel Gagalov. Uh, they get a defenseman who's played very well. He's 31. He's a, you know, he's a vet, but he's played very well. Jay McCabe, uh, Sam Lafferty is a good bottom six guy. I didn't think they had any spots mm. left on their roster. Is he though? Know. I didn't Since think so La- either. Lafferty's, a, he's going to be good on their fourth line. Bottom six. I dealt with Lafferty for like three years. Yeah. The guy didn't score like in like him? two and a half years. Well, he doesn't have to be a scorer. He's, he has they 21 have, points. Zero 10 goals. cap space left. Yeah. He's doing better with Chicago, but. Well, so they don't have zero cap space because they put Jake Muzzin, and this is the other thing. You saw Jake Muzzin went on LTIR. He's done for the season. So that was a big uh, cap savings for them. That's where they were kind of able to make that Yes, move. yes, for the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For the playoffs. All right, and then all of a sudden he's going to be miraculously healed. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm looking good. at that. It's it. Their LTIR space is almost $7 million. I'm looking at it now. Their yes. projected cap space is zero. Uh, so. And then you have Matt Murray on that LTIR as well. Jeez, Not bad. they still have zero. Uh, I, I think that their 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 question is still goaltending. Like, are you going to ride himself? Oh yeah. Off? It's like against Tampa. Murray? They're almost certainly playing. They're almost certainly playing Tampa. So yeah, I don't think Sam. I don't think Lafferty or Jake McKay make them a better team. It's. I thought it was a weird trade to be completely honest. I was like, well, I don't know why. Yeah. It's McCabe depth, helps. I guess, but, trade? You know, yeah, it's depth, you know, and depth depth trades are fine, but like that's still, I mean, if I don't know. I would give up that for thirteen forwards. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah, in my eyes, it's weird. Um, I I was I'm with Billy Dean. I didn't think that they had any more room to make any more moves. It's like what yeah. the hell? They better bring up David right, so, Ayers to back up. <clears throat> Some names that are still on the block and guys that, you know, we'll be looking towards Friday, which we'll probably do a podcast maybe Friday or Saturday to kind of go over it. But JT Miller, talk about it. He is an IR, but he can still be traded. Uh, you have Bertuzzi, which I didn't think you Detroit could is, trade on IR. I or is it LTIR you, you can't can, trade? Oh, I think it's LTIR. You can't yeah, trade. You can okay. trade on LTIR. So they, they just traded Shea Weber. Oh, they can't. They just traded Shea Weber. So, yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, damn. I didn't uh, think you could. Tyler Bertuzzi was on the block. Detroit has kind of said they're going to stay pat, but he is a free agent. So we'll see well, you know, how Eisenman does with that. Uh, Matthias Ekholm is now kind of come in as a guy in defense that could be dealt. There's a ton of defensemen. You have Ekholm, you have Chikrin, you have Carlson, you have Gavrikov, um, you have Gossespair, Dumba, uh, Klingberg's still out there. McCabe was just traded. We talked about him. Um, forwards, you still have Besser, JVR. Uh, you also have Luke Shedd on defense, sorry. Uh, Monahan, his name out there. Uh, Max Domi, who has he, Domi has the most points on Chicago, which I none of us would have ever said in the beginning of the year. No. Um, Puyarvi's out there, especially if Edmonton wants to make a move. In goaltending, you have Reimer, you have Corpusalo, and then Stephen Gibson, first mm-hmm. goalie in in sixty years with three wins of fifty or more saves in a month. He's had a ridiculous <laughs> month. Uh, someone that Pittsburgh obviously needs because uh, their goaltending stinks to high hell. Um, mm-hmm. I also wanted to he go needs... over this with you guys. So, go ahead, short. Sorry, I was gonna say he needs he needs Denny Lemieux to call the front office for him and say trade me yeah. right fucking now because he has been so disrespected in Anaheim. That's just been 
Again, I, I, I go whatever that whatever that thing that I sent you guys a while back. If a goalie makes forty or more saves and loses, he gets to punch someone in the face of his choosing on his team. <laughs> I say I, am, I say punch, I say nut nut shot. That's what he gets is a nut shot because you don't you don't want to mess up a nut shot. Uh, um. Yeah, Rayleigh did said Carlson seems more like a summertime move. Uh, that's apparently what kind of driven Edmonton away is just the cap and, and trying to worry about that during the off season or during the regular season. Even if they retain uh, half the salary, there. it's a massive cap. Yeah, yeah. it's it's enormous. It's it's Im- it, not hell? immovable, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, there was a Craig Morgan tweet on the Coyotes. He's a Coyotes beat guy. This is. This is the list of this is the line he created of players that have had their contracts traded to the Coyotes but never played. At center, Pavel Datsuk. At mm-hmm. left wing, Marion Hosa. At right wing, Brian Little. On defense, Shea Weber and Chris Pronger. How awesome wow. is that line? That's um, a hell of a line. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and really. he just said we need a goalie. He goes. The only thing we need is a goalie, and and a bunch of people tweeted Carey Price or Bobrovsky next. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, that's Bobrovsky's uh, sort of healthy. Carey Price would make sense because who the hell knows yeah. if he's playing again? Yeah, Ben uh, Bishop's yeah. a good one. He's in. He's with the Sabers. His five point five. Oh, Bishop too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, oh wait, yep. or, or 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 or. Uh, no, you're not your guy for a first round pick. Schneider for first repair. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> um, um, cut, by the way, kind of, kind of going around cap friendly. This is this is pretty wild. The top of the list for for uh, for for cap space used and obviously not getting a good a good return on investment uh, are the Montreal Canadiens. Yep. <laughs> their their projected LTIR space, their projected LTIR hit. Almost thirteen million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> With well, ne- so what was Vegas higher before they dealt um, Shea Weber? Shea, probably. Oh, right? yeah, uh, uh, Leonard, right? Leonard's there. Shea Weber was there. Leonard. They are so they have just Mark Stone, a shade. Leonard. They and must Nolan have Patrick. been over because they're because they're now. So Montreal's twelve nine. The LTIR projected for the for the Golden Knights is twelve six. For next year. For right now, oh, I'm seeing 15.7 for uh, uh, Vegas. I'm seeing it's nine and a half. For Mark. Oh, maybe that's the accrued. Maybe that's accrued. Okay, that makes sense. Could be because Mark Stone's at is nine there, and a half million. Is there a the limit? Year. Is there an LTIR limit? I don't. Do I don't know. know. I don't know. Ask Tampa. Yeah. Ask Tampa. Yeah. Ask Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> Call Julian Brisbois. Seriously. Uh, very, very good one. Um. Barry Trotz coming in for David Poyle, who leaves uh, June 30th. Poyle, obviously, a fantastic career, and I could see him doing something else in hockey. Uh, but Trotz comes in. He says he wants to do a restart. Uh, or he, I forget. He, he said restart, I think, uh, for the franchise. So we'll see uh, Barry back in Nashville. Uh, we talked about Ryan, uh, Jake Muzzin on LTIR. Ryan Johansson also on LTIR for the Nashville Predators. Um, here's my trivia question to you guys. Can you name the four teams without a twenty-goal scorer this season? Four teams. Four Chicago. Teams. Chicago. Without. Chicago's one. Okay. Uh, Columbus. Columbus is two. Um, Anaheim. No. Who's got twenty in there? Their uh, goal. Their think... goal differential is amazing. By the way, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know uh, what's his name is 19, um, but I'm pretty sure sh- uh, there there is a play that is 20. It's it, there's only four teams. Arizona. I looked up. No. Arizona. I think Vancouver? Keller has 20. Huh. Uh, no, nope, not Vancouver. No. We just talked about them. The Predators do not have a 20 goal scorer. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nashville. Name the fourth team. You will not get it. They're one of the highest scoring Florida. teams in the league. Florida. No. Florida. No. Damn. The highest in the league, huh? Yeah. We just talked about them too. It's not my Devils. It's not your Devils. Give up. Sure. The Las Vegas Golden Knights do not have a twenty goal scorer. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Maybe if I thought no, harder. Nope. Pretty good. Uh, pretty thinking. good list right there. 
Um, all right. This was the other one. So there are five players since 2018 with 200 assists and 200 goals, at least. At least 200 and 200. So, obviously, McDavid's one. Who else yes. would you guys say is the top four? Who's the, what's the top four? Dreisaitl. McDavid, Dreisaitl. The other one's pretty um, easy, too. Kucherov? No. No, he did miss the whole nope. season, so I guess that's not yeah. it. Um, what's the question again? Uh, 200 <laughs> goals, 200 assists since 2018. Jesus. 200 goals, 200 assists. Since um, 2018. Uh, uh, you want, I'll just uh, Toronto. Yeah, Austin Matthews. No. Austin Matthews, Matthews. three. Pasternak. Pasternak, four. Name the fifth. Okay. The fifth. 200, obscurity. 200, Team 200. in obscurity. Team, that's not my New Jersey Devils. No, well, not anymore. Up to this year, they were <laughs> not anymore. Well, when I say obscurity, <laughs> they're a team you would not think of. A team that's usually out of everybody's sight and mind. The New York Rangers. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyle Connor. <laughs> Kyle Connor, you son of a bee. Good guess. Wow, look at that. Kyle Connor. <laughs> look at is, that. Is one of five guys. Uh, I mean, Kyle Connor has been ridiculous. He, sing, yeah. you know, in the game. American boy. He's mm-hmm. lovely. I love that man. Uh, so good for him. Uh, all right. So, obviously, some some big news. We're getting into it up uh, so quickly. Spitgate. Um, so, in, in uh, the game against the Kings, uh, the unfortunate uh, event where you watch Keandre Miller basically spit at uh, um, Dowdy. That's yeah, gross. And he, yeah, no, it's gross. It's disgusting. And no excuse for it. Everyone was wondering if he said something to him, and not that that would make it any better. It would just make it even worse. But no, um, no, but no, no. It was uh, so but, weird. It was so weird because yeah. he he came out and said yeah. it was unintentional, which I yeah. part of me is just like I'm kind of buying it because he. But the thing is, like, it looked he never so does anything bad natural. Yeah, no, he's, yes. he's 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 pretty clean cut guy, but it, he just looked like he was just like spitting. But at the same time, yeah. he was looking directly at Dowdy. So I think I he was just like instinctively spitting to spit, and yeah, not man. having any realization that he was spitting like at yeah. somebody. That's the only. That's but what he, it looked like to me. But it was so weird because he, he just had Dowdy. like this blank face. Yeah, he apologized yeah. to him, right? He met with Dowdy in person yeah. after the game, apologized. The I guess the Kings kind of understood it too. But I mean, they'd have a right yeah. to go Ray out. Leo. He looked. He it looked like he was Ray Leo. It looked like he was looking directly in Dowdy's eyes. But he also looked yeah, like yeah. he was just like it was dazed and confused. Uh, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it was just it was weird. Like yeah. like he had no idea he was spitting. Um, like I've seen somebody spit at a player before, and they like put some emphasis yeah. into it right it's just oh, like i'm yeah. spitting yeah. at you and he literally just yeah, like just stood like there those, like, motionless and just like spit out of his mouth that was a big loogie it was visible on was that... the camera yeah huh? yeah i guess i didn't see that i didn't zoom in on the loogie. it was gross um... it was absolutely gross but it's just <laughs> no, yeah. i think i don't know Not it, it's it. weird but yeah, yeah. It's, it's inexcusable no matter what but i'm glad he came out and apologized about it at least right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and i'm glad that there wasn't something even worse you know that Dowdy says something you know because Unfortunately, you have a you know black player spitting on someone. You think that you know, you kind of you know, it comes to your mind. Like I got, hope to God he didn't say anything that you know could come across. Yeah. You know, just in general. But um, yeah. Uh, so you know, we have some other stuff and stats for next time, and I'll take a look at it. Steve, no just one's going to talk about Kapanen. <clears throat> well, no, that's what I say. Just quickly, the okay. last time. <laughs> The Capitals and Penguins were both out of a playoff spot past the 900-game mark of a season. It was April 18th, 2006, Sid's rookie mm-hmm. year. Yeah. I Let's think they're in a Let's spot now, though, aren't they? Well, technically by points percentage, but I, I don't know that you guys are handily, right? I think when they um, – not handily, no, but they're in they're in by points, not percentage. Oh, oh, that's oh, that it's point percentage as you out of it, I think. I actually think uh, no, because points they have a lot of games in hand, so over like all those uh, other teams basically. But they, I think, um, when they beat St. Louis, it put them in a playoff spot, and then they beat Tampa the next night. I believe I have, I could probably just look at the standings, right? Um, yeah, you could. The waving <laughs> of Sperry Kapanen was a good uh, first step. They got three point two million off the books. Um, 
which of course is great, but that third line, that third line, statistically, that third line was the worst line in hockey. And I'm not even exaggerating. It's like, look at every statistical category. They are the worst line. The Kapanen, McGinn, Carter line was the worst line in hockey. Um, I think McGinn is now 25 consecutive games without a point. Not a goal, a point. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, it's Kapanen, he could do well in, in St. Louis. So it could be a steal where they got him for nothing, basically, right? But that contract kind of sucks, $3.2 million for a guy like that. But he'll have, I think he'll have a better opportunity there. Um, but I have no idea of any sort of whispers or rumblings, just stupid little rumors here and there. I have no clue what they're trying to acquire. But they, like, 100% need a third-line center, without a doubt. Um, so I don't know if they're going to go after somebody like Max Domi, even though he's completely incapable of playing defense. Um, it would be a yeah. boost regardless um, with some you know offensive production. He won't play the penalty kill, which I don't think is necessary with, when they uh, go to acquire. I know some, somebody talked about reacquiring Nick Benino, which I don't know if that is a thing. <laughs> Jacob Chirkin was another thing, which would also be great because they do need um, – they need well. First, they need to shed some defensemen and then get Chikrin, because I still be a big deal would too. love to see. Yeah. I would love to see. I don't think Ty Smith is going to get the opportunity for the rest of the season, making a playoff push. But I did like what I saw of him. So hopefully, we can see more of him. You know, potentially next season. But he could be a human mistake machine, though. But yeah, he was he was solid, and I I like that he's being coached by Reardon, who is very very good mm-hmm. with young defensemen. So I had some high hopes for him. He's doing well in Wilkes-Barre. He's um, he came up and he did well. He was on the number one power play. He did all right. I mean, the power play is kind of a mess, no matter who is at the quarterback position. But he um, he did well. You know, he's scoring points and and uh, getting big minutes. So I give him a lot of credit. Um, but yep. yeah, as far as wish list goes, I don't. But I have no. Again, I have no idea what they're going after. Is, but the clearing so cap space is, helps. Bottom six is more important than a goaltender. You think? Oh, I would love a goaltender, but I'm 100% positive they're not going after a goaltender. Well, what would be your, your first choice would be goalie? Oh, yeah. I would because number one, I mean, you still have to, they still have to resign Jari. Jari is a UFA at the end of the season, and he's been chronically injured, and apparently it's his hips. And I just see, like, he's going to have Good. a career of chronic Good. injuries. So, what, it, what kind of, I mean, he could have gotten a big contract. And I actually give Hextall some credit. Um, this season, he, you know, deserves a lot of criticism, and not for the contracts of like Latang and well, you know, Rust maybe a little bit, but you know, Latang and Malkin and those contracts, like those are great contracts. We're talking about like the Jeff Carter contracts, the Kasperi Kapanen contracts, the, um, you know, well, Brian Dumoulin it wasn't his responsibility, Dumoulin. but you know, some of those, yeah. uh, uh, McGinn and Bluger, like he signed those contracts. And, uh, and those are all, I mean, they're not like wow contracts, but they're all albatrosses because they add up, you know, 3 million here, 3 million there. And these guys are mm-hmm. detrimental to the team. So he, yeah. um, but I will give him credit um, where he didn't sign Jari when everybody was like, okay, last off season, number one, you should resign this goaltender because he's going to be, you need your goaltender. And I'm kind of glad he didn't because the season comes in and he's hurt for, a quarter of it. So, and he still, we still, I still have no idea how he's going to perform in the playoffs. The last time he played in the playoffs, we saw that atrocity against the Islanders. So he bounced back and had a great season last season. He's playing well this season when he's around Casey to Smith is a disaster basically all the time. And, uh, you know, Tokarski is an AHA, AHL goalie is, you know, just like Louis Domingue. They're third string goalies for a reason, you know, they're, Career AHLers, basically. Just give them spicy um, beef. So well. I would love to see. I would love to see some goalie depth. Whether or not they go for, it, I don't think they're going to do it. To be completely honest, I think they're. They can only make so many acquisitions because no one's going to take these horrible contracts. Stephen, um, uh, I think he can I, wave I, back I said, in. Pit- Stephen, I, I I will do you and Pittsburgh a favor and offer my services for yeah. league minimum. Um, as your third string yeah. goalie. You I will. I will provide that goalie depth Schneider. you need for league minimum. Or, thanks, guy. Appreciate it. Uh, You're welcome, guy. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't Pittsburgh. It was the Islanders. Since Islanders I get, in since points I can't percentage. Get called up the bone storm. 
Islanders and points percentage are, are sitting pretty bad. Uh, both Buffalo, or sorry, all three of Buffalo, Detroit, and Ottawa have five games in hand on the Islanders. So Islanders not sitting pretty. That's what it was. Uh, you know, Boston and is still rolling. Carolina's, you know, chugging along. Uh, Devils, Rangers. That's what's going to be that first round matchup, which is which is going to be crazy. Uh, yeah, you know, Toronto we're have Tampa's to get together awesome to too. do some podcasts together for that. Yes, one, as we're Ooh, that's live? what we should do. We should we should live podcast us watching Whoa. the games together. Or I could just like <laughs> film you guys. Yeah, straight film you like I did with Schwim during that one cup run. <laughs> you want to see something? You want to hear something crazy? Las Vegas, 76 points. They lead the Western Conference. There are eight or seven teams above them in the East. Yeah. The East is a powerhouse. I, I don't, I cannot see the East doing. I mean, you saw Colorado was rolling last year, and yeah. they just aren't the team they were last year by a nope. mile nope. or even more. But yeah, it's uh, the East is, yeah. I mean, between. Boston, I mean, you, you, Toronto's a great team, right? But they, they're inevitably going to lose in the playoffs. But, you know, you can't dismiss that they're a great team in the regular season, at least. Uh, and then yeah, Tampa, yeah. of course, is still. And then you have, you know, Carolina, yeah. who's even when they lose, they lost to Anaheim. They had 54 shots on goal and to Anaheim's like yeah. whatever. I mean, that's kind of alarming sort of because they get a lot of shots and not a ton of goals, but uh, they're still dominant, right? So yeah, Carolina, like Boston, then Toronto and Tampa, and then you know the Devils and the Rangers, who are both exceeding our expectations. Maybe not the the Rangers you ex- probably expected to be around here. I thought they were going to slump a little bit, which they did a little, but now they're picking it up. Yeah. Um, and even you know, we were talking about I think at, at the at the event on Saturday, it's it's like you acquire Kane. Uh, I think acquiring Kane is like a, it's a complex situation because he's I, such see, I was a talk about this one happens, good player. But- yeah, I mean it's gonna happen. So it's he's just like you can't you can't not take Kane, especially for exactly. the minimal price that they're gonna get him. Yeah, but um and uh, but I don't it's so he's such a great player and he's gonna help, but he doesn't address anything that the Rangers really need. Well, to be like yes. a complete team, Agreed. you know what I mean? So it's like, are they gonna are they quite because Tarasenko and Kane are negatives defensively? Yeah. yeah. Which is not something you really need to add to your roster, but you know, hopefully, and as far as possession, puck possession goes, they don't really dominate in that area either. So you're hoping, well, you know, they're just better. driving and they're scoring goals. Um, well, not as much. I mean, th- at least not this season, but uh, you can chalk it up to being on a horrible Chicago team or him pouting the yeah. entire time. Who knows? But, you know, if he can turn it around, maybe he can. And, or, and maybe they'll just be like an offensive juggernaut and they'll just outscore everybody and it won't really matter. Or Shesterkin's going to become superhuman come playoff time, and it won't matter that so their hopeful. defense is is lacking. But yeah, it's 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 a it's weird because you you can't turn this down ever, right? Um, yeah. But it's just like I'm saying, I was just like, he's not really like the guy you go to to like to, like like Tampa for instance. They don't need a Patrick Kane at all. If they got Patrick yeah. Kane, you'd be like, well, that's cool. Like yeah. Yeah. they just got more offense, but they get Tanner Janot. They paid a the worst price tag probably ever in the history of yeah. sports. I'm exaggerating, obviously, but um, he completes that roster. That's like the yeah. perfect fit for, for Tampa and what they need right now. So it's, it's, it's weird looking at the two acquisitions because, you know, Kane will inevitably, inevitably come over, but you get yeah, just so, like, you know, the flashy name, superstar hall of famer, right? He's coming over and yeah. And there's Tanner Snow, who's really probably not going to make much noise over trying anything. To sell but, jerseys. You're just trying to sell jerseys. That's what you're trying to do. No, I mean it's no, it's a good it's good it's good for the team. Both Tarasenko yes, and Kane are. It'd be nice if you keep one of them at least, but I don't even know if that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think you keep it either because that's you're it's a lot either. for rental if you if you don't win. And the you know thing is that you guys both you guys played some paid some pretty hefty prices to bring in acquisitions for a playoff run, and one of you's not making it out of the first round. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like you realize that most. Yeah, One of you two guys isn't making it out of the first. And that's the shitty thing. And now I'm swearing because I'm passionate about this playoff bracket because it shouldn't be this so way. So um, but even though, you know, with how well all these teams are doing, it might line up to the point where the Rangers are playing the Devils, like as like a four and a five yeah. or something. Um, yeah, yeah. But, all right, yeah, listen, that's thing. for both of you guys. We had Jimmy VC or or you know, Barkley Goodrow playing on that second line right winger spot. That's not ideal. You know, you'd no. like for to take, you'd like to take either a Kako or a Lafreniere and put them in that spot. 
but they're playing so well on the third line. I could see why they'd go out and get a right winger for for that second or first line. I think it's listen. We're gonna pay equivalent of Tarasenko plus a little bit more to get both Tarasenko and Kane. I'd rather have two guys yeah. for that price than one guy like Timo Meyer is gonna cost, uh, especially if they are Rangers. Um, listen, they defense is not ideal. We have one of the top five defensemen in hockey, Adam Fox. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, Truba's been okay. He's been okay. Miller's had his ups and downs. He Sometimes he looks like he could be a top five defenseman. Other times he looks like he just learned the game. So I can see how that, mm-hmm. you know, that looks bad. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, you look at pieces like Schneider. Um, there's guys that are playing okay, but they really, Mikola's played really well for them coming over. Uh, they just they need to shore it up, and they need their goaltender to step it up a little bit. He's had four straight games of four plus goals. Um, he needs to be better. He really does. He needs to start to bail them out a little more than they are. And that's that's if that starts to happen going towards in the playoffs, I'll be very confident going going against the Devils because we have a goaltender that I think can outright beat their goaltender, and then I think we have the yes. offensive acumen to that's to at least question. score. Yeah. So. That's where I'm at. If we, if I start, it's a tricky matchup. It's a tricky matchup between the two of you guys. Um, Even with the acquisitions of, even with you know Meyer, if you, if neither of you guys, I mean, both of you are improved already, right? With these two acquisitions, Um, yeah, it's going to be a wild series. At least it should be, and I hope it's not one of those like it's going to be crazy and it ends in like five games or something. I I think this is a sevener. So yeah, I think it's so. Here's it should be. So if if the playoffs were to start today and we, we were back to the old, the way it should be, the top eight, one eight would be Boston-Pittsburgh. Yep. Two Still seven. Two seven would be Carolina-Islanders. Yep. Uh, four and five would be Toronto and, Ta- Toronto and Tampa. And I skipped this because no. it's just going to happen anyway. Three no, six. No, it would be, no, be Pittsburgh, yeah. Boston, Islanders, Hurricanes. It'd be Rangers yeah. and oh yeah, Rangers and Devils. Sorry, and Tampa. I was and, just and gonna get. To, I was. I was. I was saving. So the matchups the are the same regardless. Yeah. Three, yeah, six, so far, yeah. three six. Three right six now. would be Devils, Rangers. I was saving that yeah. till the end, Billy Dean. And it probably you, there, you know well the thing is like yeah <laughs> somebody could skip one somebody could skip one and it could you know. Somebody yep. could take over Toronto yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. somewhere in there, um, but yeah, no, it's it's so it would end up because the two wild the, the seven and eight the wild cards there, there could be some teams that sneak in, so but that's going to yeah. be that. But I think that the top three in each division are square. It's just who's going to take right. who's going to take two and who's going to take three and both. I, I know. Be. I know we started a little late, so this will be my last question before we get out of here. What team? that could be in the seven or eight, in those wildcard spots, would you be most scared of if you're Boston or Carolina? The Penguins, the Sabres, the Red Wings, or let's say the Ottawa Senators? Because I don't think Islanders are making it. Uh, I mean, I think... I, I think Buffalo. I don't think... I don't think... Yes, Buffalo is... is They're uh, one of, I forget how many teams to score seven goals in a game they have. They're tied with Edmonton, I think, as the most yeah, team uh, yeah. to score seven. But I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. But I think um, I don't think Pittsburgh and Boston match. I don't think Pittsburgh matches up with Boston well no. at all. You guys, um, but as far as playing, uh, playing Carolina, Carolina, I think yep. that yeah, I think they can. They, I mean, they've lost every game to Carolina this season, but um, I think three of them went to overtime. So, and I think the other one was a one goal game, also in regulation. So, I think they can match up well with Carolina. But if they play Boston, forget it; they're toast. I think last year we only had one win against Carolina and we beat them in the playoffs. So it, it, regular season doesn't mean anything in the playoffs. Um, yes, a whole different battle. Yep, whole different. Uh, all right. Um, this beer. Uh, let's see. Uh, Craig Best. I uh, don't even. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a lot of <laughs> lot of a lot of slander there, bud. Uh, I'm gonna be very happy when you're crying and I'm advancing. Uh, all right. What are we doing for uh, for beers here? I, I, I think it's all four two five. five. I freaking love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four two five. I, I I like it. Um, I can't wait for it to be destroyed up here. And the best part is, we both have two more. Mm-hmm. I love it. Shorts guy, mm-hmm. shorts guy's sister. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Thank, uh, thank you, Christine. Happy we birthday, will be Swim. 
Yep, Shrem, take it away. Shrem, you suck. Yeah, take it away, Shrem. Shrem take it away. Piece of shit.